G'day, and, and we're back with the Fully Cultured Podcast. I'm your host, A-Sun, and welcome back, my co-host, Bass. Hello, hello, I'm back. How's it going, everyone? Good to be back. Finally recovered. How are you? Uh, not too not too bad, you know? You know, it's good to be back in the cultured studio, as, as we would call it. Yeah, the very cultured studio. It's just, amazing in here. Yeah, we're just keep adding to the collection. We freaking keep on getting figures... And somehow we're not stopping. <laughs> no, no. We need something to lighten up our moods during these tough times. Yeah, very tough times here in the, I don't know, COVID-19 retarded situation that's going on right now. Why don't they call it COVID-2020? Wouldn't yeah. it be funny? <laughs> yeah. It's happening in 2020. Why don't we call it COVID-20? Yeah. I'm pretty sure they found out about the virus in 2019, not 2020. Yeah, anyway, the reason we took so long to actually get a podcast that is my fault right here, it is my very fault, because um, my allergies were acting up during uh, winter, they get really bad, so I had to take a couple weeks off of work and I couldn't really do anything, so that's my bad. But the good thing about that was I got a lot of time off, I got to catch up on some anime and watch some anime, and what I ended up doing was I actually watched an anime that you watched, Asan, Beyond the Boundary. Oh, snap. That's like I don't know. It's like it's a good anime to you, like you know. It's it's got like some feeling into it, you know. Yeah, and it's a good casual anime. It's only twelve episodes long. Yes, but it's so nice. Action romance, straight out. Yes, I love a good romance and and stuff and and a bit of action as well. And Gotta like, have that pinch yeah. of a- of action. Pinch of action. Pinch of action. Pinch of action. And then you know, slice of life and all that stuff. Exactly. Yes. Okay, you want to have a good yarn about this Beyond the Boundary? Definitely, definitely. Okay, so how does it start? Hmm. Uh, well, how it starts, um, let's see, There's um, oh, the world is like, there are demons, spirits, and humans, and uh, there are humans out there that like hunt demons for... Um, for like stones that they drop and like the tougher the demon is the more rarer the stone they drop and the hunters usually exchange those stones for money and all that so there's like guilds and all that around the world and whatnot and demons running loose and the demons are made from the negative emotions of people and uh there's this one called beyond the boundary which is what the you know anime is called and that one's like the strongest or you know, the strongest spirit kind of thing. Yeah, and like that spirit gets absorbed or like put into the main guy, the MC, but no one's aware of that until like later in the anime. And um, yeah, and then the main chick, she's the bloodbending chick. She's um, she actually like her clan is like um, very powerful. Like they've got like very strong bloodline. They're like a they used to be a clan until they got wiped out. Um, because of their abilities is very potent. They could poison people with their blood. They could, like, change, you know, shape, shift their blood and, you know, burn people with their blood and all that kind of crazy crap. So, like... Basically, their freaking blood is a weapon, yes. Exactly. Very OP. And so, pretty much, the main chick, she gets hired to, like, take care of, like, the Beyond the Boundary, the guy that has the Beyond the Boundary inside of him because he's half human, half um, demon spirit, whatever because of that and so because of that he's also immortal in almost every sense so every time she tries to kill him he just you know respawns not respawns but like he regenerates he heals up and yeah and it's 
super cool. Like it's set in um, high school times and uh, no one's aware of the demon hunting sort of thing. It's all about, it's all like, um, it's kind of like an illusion to them. Like they're not really I mean, aware. Not, not everyone can see the, the spirits that, you know, are around. Uh, that are floating around. Yeah. yeah, exactly. Yeah. And like only the people that are hunters can actually see what's going on around them. And yeah. And it's nice. It's really nice seeing that um, the chick, the main chick, she's just there to like get, like to do her contract to kill the guy. But then like they both, you see it from the guy's perspective at the beginning of the anime where he's just like, who is this chick? She's pretty. And like at the beginning, he meets her at the top of the school and she's about to jump off. And then what was so amazing, what I loved about it so much, what got me into it like straight away is that um she she's a klutz <laughs> yeah she's a klutz yeah but she's a beautiful klutz she's yeah. a cute klutz and um so he goes up and he's like stop don't do that he thinks she's gonna commit suicide because she's jumping off a cliff about to commit some paku <laughs> yeah <laughs> and uh he's there like no don't i love beautiful girls with glasses or something along those lines yeah. it was so amazing yeah, it's a fetish for girls with, oh, here's a fetish for glasses yeah yeah it's a fetish for <laughs> yeah it's so amazing. So like, and then like he gets rewarded by getting stabbed through like his chest or his heart. And I don't yeah. think that's a reward. <laughs> no, not really. I mean, hey, if a girl doesn't break your heart, she'll just, you know. Stab your heart. Stab your heart, yeah. <laughs> yeah. And it was an interesting start, strong start. Yes. And then, you know, their relationship develops and gets better and all that and there's so many amazing moments i love this one episode that it's just dedicated to getting rid of this one demon where it just constantly um like spits out disgusting like i don't know like stench and like if you get too close to it and the only way to get the only way to kill it is to kind of like suppress its powers and the only way to do that is to show it cute girls so what they ended up doing was they got like the whole cast to like rehearse like an idol pop sort of like dance thing in front of it and everyone's just wearing like cute eyed like cute costumes and everything kawaii Even costumes oh cosplaying so, and all that stuff so yeah. amazing it was so cute it was such a nice episode and yeah it's nice it's got like slice of life in it as well as having its serious tones and then like also it develops its relationships with the main cast and yeah it's really nice it's a nice intimate sort of laid back sort of anime that you can just, you know, casually pick up and enjoy. Yeah. And also there's a movie. Um, so I watched the anime on um, anime Crunch, Crunchyroll. Oh, okay. And the movie is on Anime Lab. Okay. So, so that's kind of inconsistent, which is which annoyed me. It's like, far out. I have to go from one bloody app to the other to finish it off. Well, you don't have to go too far, though. <laughs> yeah, not too far. Yes. But so yeah, I haven't seen the movie yet. Yeah, I, I, I don't think I've door. seen the movie. I think maybe it's similar, but... Who knows? Yeah, I haven't heard much about it. I just know that there's a movie. All right. So, Beyond the Boundary, if if you're into some slice of life, a bit of romance, a little bit of, you know, glass fetish, and a, a cute little girl that's a klutz, watch it on Anime Lab and Crunchyroll, I reckon. And so, base. so you watched Beyond the Boundary. What was the other animes that you watched during your break? Oh, yeah. Um, from Mad Men, I also ordered... Uh, the, co the latest Code Geass movie and uh, Lelouch of the Resurrection and Madman from the Madman webs website oh you, what, you, um, you bought the movie yeah I bought the oh, movie okay. and I got it shipped and all that 
juicy right. stuff. So you watched the movie. Yeah. yeah ex- explain how, how the m- movie was. Well, the movie is a continuation of the anime, but uh, actually it's kind of like retconned. I later found out after watching the movie because some, there were some inconsistencies with it, and I was like, what the hell? This didn't happen Yeah, in what's anime. going on? Yeah. Yeah, so apparently there are two yeah, movies. It may, is it like a different timeline? Nah, it's just what they did was they made two movies to summarize the two seasons of Code Geass. And what they did was they redconned con- some stuff that they didn't want, that they, you know, they thought they would make the story more fluid and better. And Constant, what's that? Redconned, which means like they went back and they changed. Oh, like, they altered the past or something? Or? Like, no, this is the creators. They went back and like they looked at the anime and they were like, oh yeah, like these things we didn't like about it. So when we're making the recap or summary movie, let's change this around, let's change that around so it's more consistent or we feel it's more consistent or whatever. But the things that they retconned, which I I really didn't like, because um, there's this one part where um, they retconned Shirley's death, which was a big part of the... Oh, Shirley's the, 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 the sist- sister? No, the brown-haired chick that likes lelouch oh okay yeah and oh that annoyed me a lot because like then like i'm watching the movie like the first beginning of it and i'm like what the hell wasn't she supposed to be dead and then after watching the movie like just putting pushing that aside in my brain i went out and searched up what actually happened and yeah they went back redid two movies to summarize the seasons and just you know fixed up some stuff changed altered some things that they you know that they wanted oh, to change. Oh, that's Shirley. That she's not brown haired. She looks like a ranger. <laughs> I don't know. Yeah, it's that, like a light caramel, man. Yeah, it's like um the orange haired chick. Oh, she has the long hair. Oh my god, this this the the simping chick. This this chick. This whole the whole series I was watching it. She's like simping over Lelouch. Yeah, she's beautiful. But yeah. you know, my girl Cullen is. Where oh it's my at, god. <laughs> oh yeah. Also, I also got like a, the latest like Cullen figure as well from Madman, which was oh, really nah. nice. It was like a bunny girl Cullen, and like the ears and the um the bunny tail were like fluffy. Oh, so nice! And it was only like thirty five dollars, thirty five bucks. But I got so I was cheap. pre-ordering it, so I got it thirty one. Oh yeah, you got a discount as well. Yeah, I did. Oh bro, she's thick as fuck. Super thick. Thick. And she's got like, she's wearing a body costume and she's freaking got a massive bust. <laughs> yep, we um, love our bunny girls. Yeah, we love our bunny girls. You can't go wrong with a bunny girl, yeah. and you know. Yeah. So yeah. they went around, changed some things, and so I'm annoyed now because I have to go and buy like the later the other two movies so I can like see exactly what they changed and stuff. But they didn't change too much that affects like the third movie. Oh, wait, wait. can we go back to um Shirley? Sure. So. So I re- I forget how she dies in the in the like in the anime. So you, you does Lelouch shoot her? No, you didn't get. I don't think you got up to that nah, part. Nah, I'm pretty sure I saw it. Um, it was the brother, the um imitated um Lelouch's sister. Like you know how Lelouch's bre- uh memory he's got altered. Yeah. Yeah, and instead of having love for his sister, they just got like some guy to act as his brother, so all the love for his sister can go towards someone else or yeah. something else. So yeah, and then like to and the brother to protect Lelouch's identity and his um, legacy as Zero, um, the brother found out that Shirley found out that Lelouch is Zero. So he ends up killing her because he doesn't want her to like tell people that he's Zero. zero yeah. yeah, but he didn't know that she was in 
well, sh- I think he did. He did know that yeah, she was in know. love with him, yeah. but like you know, he he put it. He off. was in love with you know Lelouch as well in a certain way, which was you know uh, like pretty gay. Yeah, a little bit of gay, a little bit of yaoi, but yeah. Uh, yeah, I don't know. It, it it annoyed me, but it was very heartbreaking when it happened. And I'm like, it's such a critical, crucial moment for both Lelouch's character because that's like a part of him that it's like, oh, shit, this happened. I can't like go back on my word. I have to keep going no matter what consequences I suffer. I have already attained so many losses. I can't let any more losses go in vain. Like I have to see my plan and see what I want to do all the way to the end because all the people that died for me and died because of my cause and because of my actions and because of, and the consequences because of my actions i owe it to them to keep pushing forward to see and make peace in this world yeah um so basically um going through um code gears and like the main kind of structure of of the anime is basically there's like that war that's going on and the kingdom is like all messed up and lilish is part of the royal family yeah, he's part of the royal family, but he runs he's, away. Yeah, he he runs away because of some retired things that have happened. His his sister is like you know disabled and all that stuff, and he's part of the rebellion against the the what you call Britannian the, forces. Yeah, the kingdom and all that stuff. Even though it's his dad. <laughs> yeah, and yes, he's like trying to f- what do you call it? Trying to rebel and try to win. Take take take. Britan- take over Britannia or whatever it's called. Yeah, he's trying to liberate Japan and the 11s as they call them. Oh, yeah. Yeah, and he does a really good job at it. Like, it's good because his name, Zero, that he comes up with is Alias. Zero is like nothing. So, like, no matter who he is, no matter who they are, they have to... Like, even if you're nothing, you can stand up to fight for what is right. You can stand up to fight against, you know, injustice. And... So, yeah, as he says, I've got a quote actually in front of me. He says, if strength is justice, then is powerlessness a crime? I love the quotes that like Code Geass has, especially Lelouch and the power behind the voice acting. I watched um, Code Geass actually in Eng- both uh, Japanese dub and English dub. And I love the English dub of like Lelouch's voice so much. He's so like powerful. So like he puts so much raw emotion and anger and like, so much passion into it it's so amazing so like every time like i read a quote or like anything that he says or does there's always like i always have to feel like i owe it to him to be like if strength is justice then is powerlessness a crime like i have to put like emotion and enthusiasm into it yes so the voice actors hit you straight to the feels and you know you got a good understanding of like what he's saying and all that stuff yeah it's very philosophical everything he says I love it. So getting back to the movie, how did you enjoy it or was it like good or it's not what you expected and all that's I mean it's kinda hard to top world peace, but um but nah, in general I actually really liked it. It was really good. I thought it was paced out really well and um a lot of the things made sense, like how they went about a lot of the stuff. Um there was just one a little like tidbit, like um there was the the forces of Lelouch in the movie. They were, I felt as though they were a bit small, like compared to like what he should have regarding everything that he's gone through. You think he'd have like a bigger force than what he did in the in the movie. But regardless, he still found a way to make use of what he had and um, eventually, I guess, succeed in it. 
and like he also like the villain had a gias of herself like of her own and like what her gias was every time she dies she goes back six hours in the past and with all her memories so like everything lelouch came up with like all the strategies they were all getting taken out because you know she would either just kill herself or like when lelouch got to her he should he would kill her and then he'd go she'd go back in time and like change things and prevent a lot of his strategies so like it was really good seeing like lelouch like the ultimate strategist go up against someone who can go back in time with all her memories and just change and fix things and adapt to his strategies that he comes up with but she had to it was crazy because she had to kill herself so many times to like go back in time and like lelouch from lelouch's perspective he's only going through this battle once but in her line she's gone through this battle like who knows how many times countless times yeah it's crazy so yeah it just goes to show the extent of his intelligence and like the dedication of his forces that you know are with him and like their absolute trust and loyalty towards him because they know that he'll lead him to victory and no matter what he does you know it's for a reason it's for a cause yeah. And it was amazing. He's I like, really, I really like, like that part of like Code Geass, the strategizing. It's all a chess game to him and everything. Yeah, he's like strategizing, and he's like you know his his chess and all that, <laughs> the chess game he plays and all that stuff. Yeah, and also in the movie, um, I also didn't like that they had to go with the kidnapping of um his sister again. That's like the main cause. Like that's why he kind of gets involved into it a bit, which. Which is okay. Like, I don't mind it, but, like, at the same time, they could have come up with something a bit more original. But it's good. It served its purpose. It served to drive the plot and the story along. So it was great. So, apart from those little tidbits, the movie was amazing. I absolutely loved it. It was so good. And the ending, especially, we, we got to see a pairing, which was amazing. Uh, so, like, yeah, we finally got to see who Lelouchin's up with. So that was cool. Oh, shit. Yeah. That's what we need. Yeah, and apparently that's also another thing that the mo- the previous two movies do. They also set up who he ends up with in this movie a bit better because in the anime, you kind of don't really get a definitive answer. There wasn't really like um, a build-up to any of his relationships with any of the girls in it. And um, apparently in the movies, they went back and they put like a bit more of that um, foreshadowing and a bit more of that character, personal development. development. Yeah. yeah, so it all leads up and it's all... Um, at the end, it's all you know. It all comes together, and you understand that. Oh yeah, he ends up with that person because of all of that. So that wasn't like a little bit annoying on my side because I was like, oh yeah, like I understand because like, I just went from the anime straight to the movie, so I didn't get to see the actual like changed character developments. Like I went into it, and I was like, oh yeah, like I understand why they ended up, but it you know there were also he also had similar moments with others that kind of. He also could have gone with them. So to me, as the anime viewer going straight into the movie, I was like, yeah, no matter like what chick he ends up with, he's had adequate time and development with each of them. But with the movies, I think they focus more on the character that he ends up with at the end. And I don't want to spoil it because it's a really nice um, surprise. Okay, so you've had a good talk about Code Geass, the movie, and... Beyond the Boundary. Yeah, and beyond the boundary, and what you, what was the next anime that you watched during your Break. time off? Oh yeah, then I started catching up on um, an um, recent anime that have come out this well winter for us, summer for everyone else, right? Yes. Yeah, so I started watching my teen comedy romance. 
uh, the latest season because I've seen the previous two seasons and so I just picked up where I left off. And yeah, it's yeah, interesting you, to see. Like I've I've watched a bit of season one, but I've like I've, yeah, it was like it annoyed me a bit because like the like the characters like well, the MC is all like kind of dry and like. I don't know how to explain it. It's yeah, like, he's a bit bland. Yeah, he's a bit of bland, and yeah, and his character design is kind of bland as well. And yeah, it's, like, it's very it just, forgettable. Yeah, it's like it kind of puts me puts me off and all that stuff, and like, yeah, <laughs> it's just like when he talks to people, he's always like negative, kind of. I don't know. Very nonchalant. Uh, yeah, that's one of the things that I liked about his character that he's has this so this bittersweet sort of view on life that like. He always has like a negative or like a very down way of looking at things. Like there's a lot of the times in the anime that he goes about a certain situation in his own certain way, but the way he goes about it always negatively impacts him while it positively impacts everyone around him. So it's kind of like he's taking the brunt of the force and the brunt of the blame. He kind of like plays the villain in a lot of the situations just so everyone around him can be happy. And I don't know that's a weird way to live but like looking at him as like the way he goes about situation and Lelouch as well like they both kind of go about things similarly like Lelouch is the kind of guy who'd bring like shoulder all the pain and like the guy the MC in my teen comedy romance is a bit similar in that sort of way but they're two very different like universes like Lelouch is dealing with the entire world this guy's dealing with like high school drama <laughs> oh yeah and um, my teen comedy romance is a teen comedy romance, you know, slice of life, uh, romance, comedy, in uh, based in high school, just like a normal average old high school. So slice of life. Slice of life. Uh, you just want to go into detail, like what's happening in like you know, see, go through like season one to two to, to three. what you want, what you watch, what are you, what's happening in season three right now? Oh yeah. Uh, so first season, it starts off with um, there's this service club. So it's a club in the school that like takes requests from everyone in the school and like so what they do they're pretty much free labor <laughs> like oh, yeah. anyone goes up to them and they're like oh can you help me with this or can you help me with my cooking or can you help me with this assignment or can you help me with uh whatever problem i have and you know them as a club their activity is to help them and you know to do whatever they can to help them and all that sort of stuff and um so at the beginning there's this one chick she's the club president of it uh, the one of the main chicks in it, the black head, I forget her name. Long haired chick yeah. with the ribbon or something. Yeah. Know, yeah, and um yeah, she's the only one that's um I'm classic her as a Cinderella. <laughs> Don't get me started. <laughs> Don't get me started, man. She's not a Tsundere. She's more like a quiet laid back sort of chick. Okay. A son. Uh, okay, let, let let's like put this on pause. Please define Cinderella to me. To you. It's like a chick that like hides her true emotions over the face of um being very like um, aggressive towards you like oh you idiot you're such an asshole this that and the other but in reality she's like oh crap he's kind of cute I like him you know she kind of like teases you or like puts on this brave face and like says things that like aren't necessarily true just to drive just to like protect herself from being vulnerable like you know she puts on this brave face but in reality like you go one layer under underneath that, and you it's see like, just she's it's like truly vulnerable. Healing an onion. <laughs> yeah, but um, but yeah, w- but with tunderes, the thing about them is like once you get that layer off, like as you know, Shrek once said, on- people have layers just like onions have layers. But anyway, <laughs> we have layers. <laughs> onions have layers. 
donkeys have layers. <laughs> Ogres have layers. I think that's. I don't think they said that. No, that's not, no, they didn't say that. That's just me. Um, but <laughs> that's yeah, just you, yeah. <laughs> but yeah, so yeah, but like the cool thing about tsundere's is that I really like about them is that like once you get underneath that, they open up to you straight away. Like once they like acknowledge their feelings, like truly acknowledge them, and they start being more open with you and all that sort of stuff, they're very open and they're very passionate. You know, because they repress all that feeling, all that love, all that everything. And then once they open up and once you get underneath them, they become very passionate, very dedicated, very loyal. And that's one of the things I like about them. Like, they'll still call you, ah, oh, you idiot, but yeah. I love you. Baka! Baka! <laughs> Nande! Yeah. But yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's very nice. It's very cute. Yeah, I, I like seeing like a Cinderella and then like, she's all like, you know, all negative and all that stuff. And then basically the MC finds like, you know, eventually finds his way to her heart and then, her, like, you know, you get to see a Cinderella as, like, showing the the kawaii kind of emotion and it's, like, all... Ah, it's my heart! <laughs> yeah, the yeah. softer side of him. Yeah. It's, like, yeah, it's, it's nice to see, like, you know, a softer side and... The more delicate. Yeah, the delicate side of the Cinderella, you know? Because, like, you know, classic Cinderellas are, like, always, like, a bit violent, like, you know hitting and and punching the the mc which is a bit of annoying like come yeah. on leave the mc alone bro <laughs> true true what did true. he do to you <laughs> true oh yeah back back to the <laughs> we got a little sidetracked from the yeah, freaking yeah. <laughs> what was going on Imagine of... comedy romance but yeah and then like the first assignment is um helping this one chick uh the next uh main character that Straight away in the, the first episode. The, the red hair with the... Sh- the pink hair, red hair, whatever. With the short hair, yeah. Yeah. I, I like her. She's my favorite. She's my waifu in that anime. Um, But yeah, I, I love her a lot. Like, she's the more outgoing, bubbly, sort of having fun. Yeah, she's the more of the energetic kind of character. And like, you know, she, she, I'm, pre- I'm pretty sure she's more of like a klutz as well in that she a clutch in it? Yeah, yeah, she is because she doesn't know how to cook. So like, it's funny seeing her fail. <laughs> oh yes. And it was cute. She's like, oh no, why are you so so much better than I am to the other black haired, long haired chick? And yeah, it was I, nice. I'm I like. Pretty it. sure. Yeah, she like I've seen that episode. Like, what's it called? She struggles with like interacting with like the other, you know, people in the class and stuff. Uh, who the pink the, hair? The pink haired chick. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, yeah. She has a bit of struggles with that. And then uh, eventually she, there's a story arc in it where uh, eventually she does make friends with everyone, but then uh, they kind of are like not real friends. They're like fake friends sort of thing. So they're like, oh yeah, you know, why do you hang out with um the service club or whatever? You know, this, that, and the other. They're not, you know, that the guy that's in it, he's it, he's an idiot. He's dull and bland and no, no one cares. This, that, and the other. And they're the just saying, he's, what an asshole. Yeah, why are you hanging out with this bastard of a character? Yeah, exactly. They're just like, you know, Taking shits, you know, talking shit, talking shit about her friends that she just recently made that helped her learn how to cook and stuff, and yeah, that was a nice little thing. And then like she eventually, obviously, stands up for them, and then she instead that is like, you know, these aren't gonna be my friends. Why should I please them? Let's, you know, I'm just gonna stick with these people, like the service club people, because they actually look out for me. They care about me. They understand the other. She forms. What I really like is she forms a really like sisterly bond, sisterly friendship with um, the other chick in this in the service club, and it's it's so beautiful, like just seeing them because like they both like they both don't have any friends, and um, 
one of them is energetic and the other one's like quiet, like emotionless and, sort of thing. Yeah, no so emotion and cold. Yeah, so it's good to see the contrast between them. Like they both help each other. Like, you know, one of them, you know, calms them down while the other one kind of like builds the other one's character up, like makes them more confident, talking, talkative, all that sort of stuff. And it's good. It's nice seeing that balance. Oh, yes, yeah. So they're ba- basically they balance each other out, yeah. Yeah, like Naruto and Hinata. Oh, yes. And then what else happens? And then, yeah, so pretty much the first two seasons are, pra- are pretty much just the service club. Just development. Yeah. just like The service club is just like keeps on adding more characters into the the club and all that stuff. Yeah, they get a bit more characters. They don't actually get that much many ca- many members. I think they only get like one or two. Yeah, and uh, one I think one or two. Yeah, but it's mostly just them three. It's those th- their three dynamic that stays constant throughout, and they make a ton of th- friends and you know all that sort of stuff. So the first two seasons are mostly just character development between the three, which is beautiful, which is what I liked a lot about it. And then the other stuff is just them helping out other clubs and you know other people around them and all that, which is good. There'll a, a lot of season two I didn't like because there's this one arc about like i think it was um just a school festival of some sort that they were trying to organize and that took uh, that dragged on a bit too long for my liking and some of like the story arcs that went around that i didn't really like but you know apart from that it was good and then um yeah the second season leaves off in a cliffhanger where um i think both the chicks um Confess the love? Yeah, they do. Oh, snap. This this means I have to get to, to season two now. <laughs> yeah. And then what kind of annoys me is um they don't really... He doesn't... The main character doesn't answer on the third... Like, the beginning of the third season. They kind of, like, talk about it and they brush it off. But then they kind what? of... Yeah, they kind of like um. It's the ultimate cock block. If yeah, you ask it is. Me, bro, it is. F- it annoyed me. I was like, "What the hell? Aren't we supposed to find answers now?" But no, I think they're just dragging it on. They're like, "Nah, man, we gotta, we gotta, you know, we can't let we that- gotta, we gotta milk it a little more." Yeah, exactly. We, we-, we can't tell you who he ends up with, you know, right now. Just yet. At the beginning of the third season. That's dog ass. Yeah. So they're gonna probably just dog you again, and then like the last episode of season three, I love you, and then you're like, "Who is it? <laughs> what? No." Yeah, so, like, you know, I want, like, me personally, I like the short-haired chick. The red hair. Yeah, the short-haired, pink-haired, red-haired, or whatever. Yes. Yeah. Can't get our colors right here on the anime. (laughs) No. They all look similar to us. They all have, like, you know, I don't know, the colors just don't, like, they come off differently to each person. Yeah, I don't know. You ask a chick, she'll tell you. It's like burgundy, pink, rose gold, okay? Get it right. You know, and then there's just us guys. We're like, yeah, nah, it's either nah, red or pink. Yeah, it's either red or orange, yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah, we don't have our color. We don't have a color palette. We don't do art degrees <laughs> or majors. Or we anything. don't do art here. <laughs> I can't even draw a triangle, though. <laughs> yeah, no shit. What, yeah. How do you draw a perfect circle? I don't know. Just get like something that's circle and just draw around it. Yeah. It still doesn't come out like a circle. <laughs> it's still though. not perfect. It's still, still not perfect. It's just like that's a, how it's, bad you yeah, are. It's like a square. I'm like, how the fuck did I do that? <laughs> I'm pretty sure I, I, I followed the instructions instructions perfectly. Yeah, no shit. Just follow it by the book. Okay, so... Do the cooking by the book. <laughs> gotta do it by the book. No, we're not going into that. No. Get back to... <laughs> yeah. Getting back into season three of my teen yeah my teen comedy romance it's actually like the f- so the first couple like episodes it's it's looking to set up a lot of really interesting things that was you know kind of hinted at and like um 
kind of like things that were unresolved on the past two seasons, which is like the dynamic between the bl- long black-haired chick's um, family issues, like oh, why yeah. she's so absent-minded and not absent-minded. I mean, like why she's so like cold and distant towards others. Like we yeah, finally she doesn't want to make friends fi- and all that stuff. Yeah, we finally she's finally standing up to like her parents and her sister, and like we finally get to. We, it's gonna finally happen like where she's gonna stand up and be her own woman and all that so I'm really looking forward to seeing that yes yeah, so um, she basically grows out of her you know cold hearted kind of emotionless quiet distant yeah, yeah. yeah character oh yeah, that, yeah that'd be nice it's gonna be so interesting like I, I'm hyped for that and um yeah and that is a really good like plot point that's setting up which is which I really want to see and another thing is just obviously like who the MC's gonna end up with Oh, it's the race. It's either the the cold-hearted or the energetic chick. Yeah. Who's gonna win his heart? We shall see soon. Yes, we should. We sh- We shall see. Yeah, soon. there's also another chick that's in love with him as well, which is really cute. Like I like her as well, but like if, like she's like. You can she can tell she's like a supportive character. Oh, so she's you, like a side character. Yeah, so like you know, like she's not gonna end up with him even though she has feelings for him, which is is kind of sucky. Like you know, like I wanted to be a bit more, like involved into it, like involved, put yeah. that much more tension into like the race, you know. But yeah, I don't know. Like so, the first two seasons they've actually hinted like more towards like how each of the two girls feel towards the guy and like what they feel about the other chick li- liking him. And if they truly like him as well, and it kind of like, do they, one of them takes like a step back and is like, wait a minute, do I really like him or this and the other? Like, or am I just infatuated with him? And like, it's really nice to actually set it up really well. So they better, there better be a payoff at the end of this season, I swear. So is, do you know if it's like 12 episodes or how many uh, I episodes? I think there's 12 episodes, yeah. Okay, so this, 12 episodes. Yeah, 12 episodes. To, like, figure season. out if, if she loves him or not, yeah, or if he confesses to the girls or not, yeah. which I reckon it's like, it's going to be like, you know, 11 or 12. I mean, they're definitely going to. You're going to definitely see something happen, and you're just going to be left on a cliffhanger on episode 12. Like, what? No, he man, chose season her? four. <laughs> or, or he's like, oh, sorry, I don't, I don't actually love you. And then he goes, goes for like a guy or something. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm actually gay. I'm actually, I don't know. <laughs> Nothing. I, I, I love my sister more than you girls. Oh yeah, true. He's got a sister in it. Yeah. He's actually a big sister con sort of guy. That's yeah. what they call him. Yeah. So Oni that's san. Oni san. Oni chan. Oni chan. Imoto. <laughs> Moto. No. Um, so is that all you want to talk about for um my, my teen comedy romance? My to- teen comedy romance. Yeah, that's pretty much it. I um, I recommend it. Like, the first season is great. The second season kind of drags on a little bit. And then the third season, like, at the end of the second season, it picks up again. And then the third season so far has been amazing. All right. So, how many episodes do you think that is? Like, um, 24 episodes plus the... Plus the upcoming 12. So, it'll be like 36 altogether once it finishes. Because 12 episodes each season. All right. So, what we're going to talk about next is... All the animes that are come just came out. So we got Ray Zero Season Two just came out, which Base is a huge Rem fan. If you didn't know already, because he's got like I don't know my own frickin', Rem shrine. Yeah, he's got a freaking Rem shrine. He's got a freaking cabinet filled to the brim with Rems. Like he's like every single costume. Like I don't know you got like a 
Bloody Santa girl, wedding dress, bikini, sundress. Uh, what else do we have? The flight attendant. A flight attendant, yeah. Oh, that one's good. Uh, I've also got. Uh, do you have the one where she's a apple picker, or what is it? What is what is it? Um, she is wearing the red kind of costume. Oh, the Red Riding Hood. Yeah, Red Riding Hood. That's oh, it. Yeah, no, I don't have that one. Oh, oh wait, no. yeah, actually, I do have that one. <laughs> I think. I think I'm not sure. I've got too many. <laughs> yeah. So um, we can talk a little bit of Ray Zero, but. It's, we haven't watched it. Yeah, we have not watched it. Like, I, I, I reckon it's going to be a hell of a, like, kind of, to your feels, kind of like, you don't want to go f- through that pain, like how you watched season one, how it was like, oh. The messed up shit happened. Yes, yeah, so messed up. And we can, yeah. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Let's, let's jump into that, like how Ray Zero and its structure and how, how retarded it is. <laughs> or, or it's not retarded, but it's like, it's kind of like dark kind of thing. Yeah, it's very like it plays on like the isekai genre a lot, which is what I like about it is um where every other isekai they're like, "Oh yeah, happy happy days, you know, they like super overpowered or they get this, they get that and they you know, happy, they get harems and this and the other." This guy, he's got like the worst he's, luck. Yeah, he's he's, he's, he's absolute ba- worst. Yeah, he's basically getting tortured in this. Yeah, and then like the one plus thing he has on it is bloody he's got um, he has this power where he every time he dies, he goes back to like a checkpoint. So like maybe it would be a couple of days, a couple of hours before he dies, and yeah, he goes back in time, and then he gets to check, you know, live through everything, you know, the past day or the past whatever long the check, however long the checkpoint was, and change things, and that's his life. Yes. But like every, but he dies so many times. Yeah, Subaru is like yeah, in a, in for a heck of pain and all that stuff, you know, like you know, dying once. And then dying, I don't know how many times he's he's died is like a heck of a lot of pain. Heck of a lot of times just to get past the first checkpoint. Yeah. Like the first little bit where he keeps dying. And yeah, and it, it's amazing. Like, I, it's such a good anime. I highly recommend it. Because um, it's more like, that's the thing about it. There's like, it has its really happy, really nice, like feel good moments. But then it's absolutely brutal. It's... There's so much like torture, so much like it's brutalized just like, yeah, scenes. Yeah, it's really out there. Like it's like it's like so basically it'll it'll be like all like normal, then out of nowhere it just gets all like dark and like gruesome, and you, you're like, damn, what did I just watch? And you're like, some sometimes you you start crying and you're like. Bro, this is messed up. <laughs> yeah, the amount of shit he has to go through and like the dismemberment of limbs and like it's very brutal. Like when I say brutal, I mean like brutal, brutal. Like there's this one scene. Uh, well, I well, I think everyone's seen it by now. But like that one part where like Rem has like all her like limbs and like all her yeah, bones completely and ripped and broken and she she can't move and like uh, like. And then Subaru, he's like chained to the wall or something, right? And she uses her bloody head, moving her head to crawl all the way to him. I'm like, far out. That's crazy. Like, holy shit. Like, it just, it showed the amount of like love and dedication she had for him just to protect him, just so he could live. But like, you know, they don't, like, none of them know that he just needs to die so he could change all this, you know? But at the same time, like, you see the dedication, you see exactly the lengths of the people around him that they would go 
go through just for him and just for like each other and like it's really really crazy and it's, like yeah it's it's a bit gruesome yeah very gruesome so yeah so <laughs> where do i want to go with this um you want to talk about where it's where it, a basic summary of ray zero we've what we've basically said is like it's really dark and Subaru's has a lot of suffering in the in the anime and your your best girl rem rem and what else i don't know it's like the the moment where rem just what you call it um how how do you say this she she like just basically admits her love oh confesses yeah confesses confesses to subaru and just Siri just a complete 180 like nah I love Amelia I love Amelia you fucking, you fucking hell, that like pissed me off to no end bro when that damn happened damn retarded little swine uncultured swine you are if a girl goes up to you and confesses your love you take her <laughs> you don't you don't turn around like nah I like this other girl she's actually better looking than you I'm like are you serious Bro, that pissed me off to no end, man. Like, I like what actually got me into watching Ray Zero was that confession scene, and I didn't watch the "I love Amelia" part at the end of it. I I went through half of the confession. I was like, this is the most beautiful confession I've ever seen in any anime, in anything in my life, period. And I'm like, I need to watch this anime. I watched it. I was like, holy crap! Like, why does like you know at the at the beginning you're like you know why why Ram was so special about her, and then you finally get to see her developing her character, her getting better, her like loyalty and dedication towards him the way she falls in love with Subaru and then the confession scene happens and it's that much more beautiful like second time watching it like, watching it and like fully watching it all the way through the second time I was like holy crap like he was at the point of breaking and wanting to give up and going away and running away and like he asked her to go with him and she's like you know I'd love to do that I'd love nothing more than to do that like to go with you to start a family to this then the other I can imagine us having two kids this then the other like living together like I love you so much like you know and he knows it as well like the extent that she went through all the times that she died just before like before he went and reset and like saved her life and saved everyone else's life he knows the exact extent she would go for him like you know all the things like she was like she got like the worst end of the stick every time like something bad went ha- would happen cuz she was the one that would protect him she was the one that would protect Amelia him everyone it was her putting her body and her life on the line so she got the worst of it every time he went back so like when you see all that when you see that dedication and when you see her finally you know being vulnerable and expressing her love you're just like please say yes like if it was any guy in the world they'd say yes like who cares about like the other elf chick that's of royal family that is i don't know whatever is going on with her at the time like this is the one you want man like all this dedication all this loyalty like all the self sacrificing that she does for you man and she's like a maid and everything yeah, and she's just so she's cute like, man and yeah it just annoyed me to no end i love amelia like <laughs> fuck off what, yeah, what i love you, rem man switch places with me <laughs> if you met zebra in person you freaking slap the shit out of yeah, him bitch give slap him, him. give him a good beating and uh, give him like a life lesson like you choose Rem next time you, she confesses to you, but like there won't be a next time. I'll take your place and take Rem. Yeah, no shit. It. You can have Amelia. Give me Rem. <laughs> yeah. For, uh, but yeah, I'm actually super pumped to see uh, Res Zero, um, the second season, season now. Season two? Yeah. Um, I don't know why. Like, I don't know. I just really like watching anime all the way through from beginning to end. Like the weekly stuff really doesn't do it for me because then I'm like, oh shit, I have to wait another week. But yeah, it's part of the process, part of the learning. 
but that's what um that's what happened with like the first Rare Zero, Rare Zero like season one. That's how I went about it. Um, you just wait for, for all, it to finish. all 12 episodes to come out. Wait, I'm not even sure. I, I think, think it was 24. 24. Yeah. No, I actually watched, started watching it when like the confession scene happened, which was like 21, 22 or something or 20 around that. So I watched it and I smashed it in like, you know. Yeah, smashed I, it out. Yeah. Yeah. In like a couple of days. Wow. That's like, I cannot do that. It's, I mean, that was back in the day, man. Like I could smash out 20 episodes and like, not like nothing. Now it takes me a while to like yeah, watch you three to, you have to like you know slowly ease yourself into it you're like okay i'll, I'll watch like three episodes tonight and then i'll do the same tomorrow yeah you like have to pace yourself now yeah, yeah pace like you know even it We're out getting old yeah we can't just like binge watch it all in one go because that that sounds crazy like i don't know how, how many so you have like 12 episodes and then 12 like one episode is like 24 minutes which is Times that by twelve. I don't know how many free. <laughs> I'm not good. It's with a lot, mass. but then you have to take <laughs> it's a lot of minutes. But then you have to take away the three minutes, like that's the intro and the outro, like uh, one yeah. minute and a half. So you you're left with like twenty one minutes. Well, 20. that doesn't make a, a, a difference. Base. Uh, it's still like ten percent, a bit over ten percent of the episode. Okay, so, oh yeah, so Ray Zero, we're pumped for season two and. Yeah, we'll definitely like start watching it like now that we've got a bit more time on our hands. Yes. Okay, so, uh, oh yeah, so Sword Art Online, oh my goodness, Sword Art Online has taken like a big turn Huge for turn. like freaking what it was, yeah, what, what was going on with it and how everybody hates it with a passion. Like, someone says Sword Art Online, what are you, a pleb? <laughs> you're ungenerate, you're ungenerate, you're degenerate. <laughs> you're degenerate, you uncultured swine. You freaking uncultured swine, I'm going to spit on you. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah, so... Yeah, whenever, like, yeah, for some reason, people will just say, yes, Sword Art Online, you know me. Yeah. Yeah. Um, the thing about Sword Art Online is, is what got me into Isekai. I feel like that was, like, the peak time. Like, Sword Art Online came, and that's when everyone became obsessed with Isekai, and then they started the whole Isekai genre, which is really good. Like, Sword Art Online first season was amazing, was beautiful, especially the first half of the first season. And what was annoying was when um I found out that all, like, I thought, like, when I first started watching it, I was like, oh, yeah, you know, this is going to be easily, like, a long-running anime like Naruto, like Dragon Ball Z, because each floor, they could space this out so well. Each floor could be, like, one episode each. That's 100 episodes because they have to go through 100 floors. I was like, fire out. This is going to be amazing. No, they smash out bloody 70 floors in, like, 12 episodes. I was like, holy shit. Like, you know, it was a missed opportunity, but, like, I see what they did. There were, like, other, like there were stories that they wanted to, to tell and, like, all that, but... Yeah. Yeah, I got to, oh yeah, I got annoyed because I was like, "Hurry up and just get to the point! I just want to get to the end already." It's like, what's it called? They, they're on the floors and like you know, it's taking ages because like they, they're yes, most basically most of the characters are weak as fuck, and they, there's no way they're gonna get to the top floor the way that they were going around with it. Yeah, and then yeah, obviously Kirito's like Kirito's like a beta, not a cheater, not a beta tester, a beta. A beta. A beta. Master beta. Master beta. That somehow gets all the chicks. Yeah. Somehow. Freaking harem master while he's at it. <laughs> harem master 101. Yep. He did it before everyone else did. Speak your Kirito freaking disguise like literally... Unconscious? Yeah. Oh, yeah, that as well. I'm, I'm just saying like, like if, if you watch like a lot of animes, Kirito is just like a character, like the design of, of Kirito has been like, 
used a lot. Like, oh, oh it's used as references yeah. a lot. Yeah. Freaking, I know, like, um, what's another one? Like, you know, if you watch, like, I got Isekai and I have my smartphone, he, he looks like Kirito. There's like Literally, he looks like a carbon copy of him, just like his hair's a bit more bluer and, like, his hairstyle is just a bit different. That's it. Yep. And, and he wears different clothes. Instead of black, he wears, like, white. Like, yeah, there's, there's, like, probably, you know, five different Kiritos, but he's not in SEA. He's from, like, some other... Alternate universe. Alternate anime universe, yeah. yeah. And so, yeah, so basically, let's go, let's go back to... So, season one, yeah, they, they freaking... Nailed it. Yeah, they freaking get to the final floor because... Oh, they don't really get to the final floor. He just, like, finds out he Beats the, the final boss. Yeah, the fi- yeah, he finds the final boss and, like, you're cheating! And then somehow, freaking... Like, yeah, he, he loses, but somehow... He freaking stabs the guy. I don't understand how that worked and all that stuff. Yeah, I mean, I'm pretty sure he lost. He was dead, but somehow in the afterlife, he killed him. Yeah, Kyber uh, or whatever it is. Yeah, yeah, they killed themselves, like killed each other, and uh, yeah. What kind of annoyed me about it was that um, before that, like um, the creator of Sword Art Online to uh, recruit Kirito, he used his cheats to beat him, which that pissed me off a lot. Like. You know, your honor as a game, as a gamer, to honestly and, like, without using cheats or hacks or anything like that. Like, where's your, like, honor and where's your, like, pride, you know? Well, if you can't beat this guy on your own, why would you resort to cheats? It's why I hate cheaters and, like, hackers online when playing video games, especially online ones. Oh, it's so annoying. Especially on Apex. Oh, tell me about it, man. Like, you got all those aimbot hackers and all those, Damn, like... Damn, aimbots just freaking... I don't know, ban them from the damn game, but, you know, they always find a way. Yeah, they always find some way. But, yeah, yeah, but that pisses me off, man. Like, that pissed me off when that happened. I was like, fucking hell, man. Like, this, there's this guy who tried, who's grinded, who's done all this shit, who honestly got gained his strength through, like, hard work and dedication. Obviously, he had previous experience beta, but you're, like, the fucking creator of the game. You're supposed to be, like, top shit. You're supposed to know all the nicks and crannies of the game. Like, why would you resort to cheats, you know? You know, fuck off. Yeah, like, fuck off, you ungenerated swine. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, apart from that, it was amazing. I loved it. Yeah, season one was like the best bit. And then you get a season two, which is kind of like it goes retarded. On... I hate this kind of, kind of, what you call part it? Part two of the first season where he goes into oh, the second part, game. Oh, it was part two. Oh, okay, I thought it was season two. Because okay. it was still the same season. Yeah, I got it confused a lot as yeah. well. I thought it was two separate seasons, but it was like the same season. So, Asuna. Yeah. Asuna, she kills... Oh, no. She, yeah, she sacrificed her life, didn't she? Yeah, so like Kirito could like... Yeah. Stay alive and yeah. stuff. And But somehow Asuna is still alive in the IRL life. Yeah, in real life. Because I think the, the creator... Um, he, while every, when everyone found out that he was, um, the actual creator and all whatnot, I think he made it so that no one that died fighting him would permanently die unless, you know, he, you know, you know, issued the command. So I think that's, uh, I mean, that's the reason I came up with why Asuna and some of the others that were involved in the fight, uh, survived and still had their consciousness and like, you know, their bodies in real life, their brains didn't, didn't explode or anything. Yep. Yeah, I think I mean that's the reason I came up with you know, but yeah, but what do you know it like fucking Asuna's real life fiance, creepy fiance, like just trans tele- ugly bastard. Yeah, just put manages her bloody consciousness into like another game, and it's like so fucked, man. He's such a f- 
fucked up pervert, bro. It's it's so messed up the shit he does to her. Yeah, and like, yeah, I'm glad the shit that Kirito did to him, he did, man. Yeah, bro. Like, the guy, yeah. the guy deserved a lot worse than what he got. Yeah, he like yeah, freaking give him a good beating. I don't know. He, I'm pretty sure he stabbed him as well. Yeah. Yeah, he stabbed him. He fucking tortured him. Everything, like shocked him. Yeah, because they put like the pain receptors all the way to like ten or like would it be higher than in real life or like the exact same as it would be in real life while they had their fight and then even in real life after Kirito beat him um, you know they had a real life fight like where they both got injured and stuff yeah and so and then he eventually says Asuna yeah obviously. she wakes up and yeah it was like a wholesome kind of moment it was like, so it's, nice yeah well what what I was quickly gonna say is that I it's it's so I don't know man chicks just have superpowers bro like the Kirito gets out of the fucking game he looks like a bloody like caveman he's got like hair all the way to his shoulders he's thin as fuck like he has to spend so much time doing fucking exercises and eating and to get back in shape Asuna wakes up she's a fucking goddess bro <laughs> it's like Sleeping Beauty yeah. she wakes up she's beautiful fuck yeah man. what's that all about I swear man chicks have some sort of superpower. Maybe like she was taken care of when she was in the hospital. Like, I don't know. <laughs> um. So yeah, the the thing that I was so pumped about is like seeing everyone that he met in game, and then how they were like you know IRL back together again yeah. as a team. Yeah, as a team again, and like yeah. see like as yeah as their a, dynamic. Like, yeah, the dynamic as a as a group again, and then like seeing talking as like a group about games and all that stuff. In real instead life. of instead of them being in the freaking damn SEO game and all that stuff yeah it was really nice i like that so much man it was just such a nice wholesome like it's like family coming together for the first time you know even though like you've known them and you talk to them all this time but then when you finally see them in in real life it's like it, it carried like a different weight a different feeling like i don't know how to explain it man it was just so wholesome that's all i can think of yeah, i reckon like how sao should have gone like you know, in the direction where it is now and all that stuff, they should have like had like one storyline where it's all about gaming, and then another one where it's like slice of life, where you know you get to see the characters develop as like as they are now. Oh yeah, in yeah. Real life. I would have loved to see that, like you know, Asuna and, and Kirito going on dates, and then freaking like you know, Kirito going off with his like you know what job he's doing, and Asuna doing whatever she wants to do. Yeah, uh, I just want to see that kind of stuff. Like, yeah, it would be nice. Yeah, hey. it'd be nice, like you know, development and like character development and all that bullshit, and like learning about the other characters as well. Like, um, I, I forget the, the other character's name. Like, you have Clyde, and then you have the I forget what the bartender's name. The bartender's <laughs> cool. I love yeah, it. the cut. Yeah, but yeah, there's has actually been similar animes. Like, um, you never find girls online. Like that. That's a really nice anime. Like, it kind of works on, like, the, you know, in-game and then the real-life sort of aspects of him. So that kind of, like, played on, like, I reckon what SAO could have been. But, you know, it took, like, a different direction because, you know, this guy, he's playing online games and, like, um, the avatars of two of his party members are male and the other one is a female, but oh, he yeah. marries the female. Yeah, and then, like, in real life, he meets them. They all go, they all, they all go to the same school, and they're all chicks. Like, so their in-game avatars are, are, like, guys, but, like, they're all chicks. And, like, the one he marries in the game is a chick in real life. So, like, 
you know she's she's got a chick avatar and she's a chick in real life and then like they finally meet and then she's super clingy she's super like oh i love you already We've, we're married we're technically married you know we married in the game we're married in real life and then he just finds it really i don't know like what was what's the right word like very weird very i don't know like it's just something new for him because like the first time he married or someone in the game it apparently turned out to be a guy in real life or some shit like that like he got scarred from that so like he was still trying to recover from that so i don't know it was a really nice anime i like i really like that there's never a girl online that kind of works on like what um asan was saying like how there's like the high school aspect of it yep. and like the characters in real life what they go through and also like the trials and shit that they do in the game yes yeah yes i, I like i like to see a good slice of life kind of bit of the you know characters and all that stuff yeah that's that's good to see and okay let's go back to so season two freaking saves Arsenal from the clutches of the crazy guy like ugly bastard yeah then season three goes into gun girl yeah gun no it's not gun girl online but you what what's basically happens like i know it's like there's this chick called scene on and then you have like i know so it's like another game with like guns and shit. Yeah, Gun yeah. Girl. Okay, Gun Girl, whatever. It was Gun Girl. Yeah, and then something. Yeah, for some reason, Kirito is hired as an investigator because I don't know he knows a lot about games. Apparently, I don't <laughs> understand how that how that works. There could have been di- so many more qualified di- people. Yeah, to there's do like it. there's so many like well qualified people in this world to like figure out who the fuck is killing all these gamers. But I'm like, oh, let's let's ask this. This this gamer child for help. Who's clearly traumatized? Yeah, from his, who, who's clearly he's got been, PTSD or yeah, some who's shit. Who's clearly been through like, oh, like hell and back. Yeah. You know? And then, yeah, let, let's ask this kid for help. And then for some reason, Kirito's like, oh yeah, I'll help you try to find a killer. And like you know, I don't I don't care if like I almost get ki- killed in it or whatever. In the process. In the process and all that stuff. Yeah. So yeah. So basically, Kirito goes into this game called Gun Gale, and then. Like, you know, th- he's just investigating the game, trying to figure out who's killing all these random, like, like people, IRL, because, like, you can't get killed in-game anymore because that was in SEO. And, yeah. yeah, now it's happening in Gun Gale, and, yeah, they're just like, what the heck? What, how's this happening? Because, yeah. Um, so, yeah, Kirito eventually, like, you know, puts, draws up the line, or puts the dots together and figures out, like, Oh, what's what's going on, and who? Yeah, what what's who's who's causing all the you know the deaths and all that stuff. Yeah, and then he he gets yeah he meets Sinon and then finds out that 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 Sinon's the next target, and then yeah he he like he wakes up like oh shit I gotta get to Sinon before the guy gets to her, and yeah I think he like he he, he just saves just saves her. Yeah, he just gets her in and the nick he, of time. He's, he's super lucky because he he yeah he. he no, yeah, that that as well. But he almost gets injected with the the crazy retarded poison kind of shit. Oh yeah, that makes his makes him go psycho. Yeah, yeah, go psycho. Or I thought it was like a completely like basically put you out for yeah, put you in a in, put you into a coma. I think yeah, yeah, that that yeah, that as well. Yeah, and yeah, so that as well. That's that's what happened in season three. I'm not sure what what really happens in the then what what goes on after that. Uh, the alienization. Okay, so yeah, yeah. Okay, jumping into alter alter uh, altercation. I can't even say Alice, that. Word. Alice, just say Alice and then cessation or some Al- shit. Alicization. <laughs> I don't want to care. I don't care about what what it's called. But yeah. let's jump into it. So, oops. 
Oopsie daisy, I just hit my microphone. I apologize. So, altercation. Happen- what happens in altercation? So, again, they get fucking Kirito to do this uh, experiment where they like, uh, they make a program and like a, it's like a program where they like, um, kind of like produce souls, like real life, like souls and like. Wait, wait, wait. We need to jump back a couple, back to season three. This what this is like the final moments of season three. This is like the final episode, I think. So Kirito is with Asuna, and yeah. like I know, like he's dropping, he's walking with Asuna, dropping her home and stuff. Yeah. And you know the guy, the crazy bastard that tried to stab him, um, when he was saving Sinon. Yeah, he he meets her freaking on the street, and he turns around. Next minute, he he bring he brings out the the injector thing, and then. Kirito's like, oh yeah, I could, I could, I could save Asuna. Freaking gets the umbrella, and then he takes a swing at the guy, and, and he, yeah, him. next minute he gets injected with the fluid. Oh yeah, and yeah. next, yeah, and then he's comatized, and yeah. then that's what puts him into altercation. Yeah, but before that, he was also doing demo tests with it, and then they um actually, when that happened to Kirito, that's when they actually permanently put him in that program so like they could like while he's try to save him yeah. yeah try to save his brain because yeah that that's right the drug actually shuts down his brain and that's why they were like trying to like quickly get him into it so then like his brain and his soul would have chance to like uh regrow or to like you know they're trying to save him like uh, you know best they can using this new program that they have and it was good because kirito was already um testing it for them so like they've already got like everything that they need for him set up like his avatar everything and all that so all they needed to do was just transfer his consciousness over and yeah that's what ended up happening but Kirito had no recollection of the previous times that he went in so it was all new to him and yeah there was some other messed up stuff that happened in um alicization yeah like inside the actual program um before they put Kirito in to save him so yeah and yeah, and then it's pretty much the whole um, uh, season with Alicization is that, uh, you know, Kirito's in there while his body's trying to recuperate, but at the same time, um, there's, uh, like, other people around the world that are trying to get their hands on the program. So, like, eventually, um, you know, uh, Asuna finds out that uh, Kirito's body isn't at a hospital anymore. That It's transferred to where, like these guys are conducting the test like pyramid kind of place yeah it's like a battleship or some shit in like the middle of the ocean somewhere and yeah and yeah she finds out where they are and all that sort of stuff while kirito's inside trying to like yeah inside the simulation kind of thing yeah he's trying to like save the world there or whatever no no he's 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 basically trying to get out yeah we'll get to the end and all that stuff and then he finds the the master thing and while he's doing this, he, he meets Alice, which Alice is the the program of the AR, whatever it is. The Yeah, it's what the whole season's based on. Yeah, Alice is the special program that the terrorists are after. Yes. Yeah, because uh, the whole point of that experiment was they're trying to make um, subconscious, not conscious, subconscious, but like consciousness or like souls that would kill that would actually so what they can do is just reproduce it and make soldiers and put those soldiers into artificial bodies or like just those soldiers uh put them into like computer systems and all that so they can go out and like start wars without actually having to lose real life lives but just these artificial souls and artificial people that kill and to send them out to war and whatnot and that's going to be how they would wage war 
So that's the whole thing behind that. Yeah. And yeah, so yeah, freaking Kyoto, um, basically battles the the boss of that, um, altercation, and then after he, he, um, he kills the 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 lady in charge of the place. So yeah, he. I don't know what what goes on. Oh yes, the terrorists attack the, the the base. Yeah. And then they 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 cut the power to the the the, the system, and the system just goes haywire and like. It messes um, what little of um, Kirito's yeah, yeah, conscious. Mess, yes, Kirito's like um, consciousness is in that network, and he basically gets corrupted, and he goes into like a state where he's like he's a vegetable. Yeah, he's a vegetable or plant, and he yeah he can't talk or move or anything. He just goes, uh, and then yeah, he's, it's really messed up. Yeah, and sad. it's like yeah, it's kind of sad to see Kirito in this kind of retarded state, and he can't do anything, and. And somehow this there's a war going on in in the Around s- simulation in or, the simulation and yeah. outside as well. <laughs> what is it? What is it? A simulation or what? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. So yeah. So that's going on, and then the terrorists basically get into the the simulation to try to you know get Alice, who is the the target, and what they yeah they need Alice because she is the program that they need to do all this terrorist stuff. And so Asuna has to, and then get Asuna has to grab all her friends and then jump onto the simulation in the program and all that stuff. Yeah, to go and save Kirito herself. And yeah, so that's what's basically going on. So yeah, that's where it picks up. Yeah, it, that's where the latest we're up starts. to into altercation and all that crap. And yeah, it's 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 kind of crazy what's going on. And yeah, I, I kind of. Hope that you know Kirito, you know, starts to get out of this vegetable state because yes. it's, it's yeah, it's you kind of feel bad for the MC. He's like, come on, mate, you gotta you know start doing some freaking work or anything. You kind of feel bad for the voice actor because all he does is go. Uh. <laughs> He's like, I have nothing to do, damn it. Let me say it one word. <laughs> yeah, he goes from being the like, strongest cunt to like just a vegetable, and it's like, come on, man. Like you poke him with a stick. Come on, man, do something. Save the world. Yeah. But yeah, it's going to be interesting, definitely. Like, it's finally starting to get a bit more interesting, a bit more, like, yeah. It's going to be good. Yes, okay, so we're done with Sword Art, and then the next next one is Rent-A-Girlfriend. Oh, yes. Oh, speaking of Rent-A-Girlfriend, before this got animated, we 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 basically read the manga. Yeah, I'm the, caught up on it. Yeah, I'm not caught up on it because I, I stopped because I got... I got pissed off with the MCU because he keeps being this little retard and making these decisions, which I was like, why would you do that? Are you stupid? Come on, have some common sense and not be a retard. <laughs> yeah, yeah. there was a part in like, some of the more recent uh, chapters that uh, the MC makes like some stupid mistakes. It's like, I feel like, we both feel like as though he should have already learned his lesson and like but he keeps making the same mistakes but i guess that's like human nature i guess like we all want things but at the same time we don't like unless we truly sit back and reflect on what we did wrong we won't ever learn and i feel like the mc at that time when we got frustrated he was just letting his emotions get the best of him and just doing stupid crap <laughs> but yeah but recently the manga has been you know oh it's been amazing it's been picking up really well and like we finally get to see more of like just everything it's amazing Shizuru. it's picked up back it's 
picked up again. Oh, it's picking up, and it's like it's looking, I know, decent. Yeah, we finally. I feel like we're finally like getting somewhere. Getting somewhere. Yeah. With like character development and all that stuff. Yeah, definitely, and the relationships. So I don't want to spoil it because you know manga. It's like you know all caught up at the end. But yeah, we're here to talk about the anime. But yeah, the f- the anime was what I was really surprised about was um. Just like the designs, the, the color. Yeah, there was a lot more color than I thought it'd be. Like I thought it was just gonna be like another like simply like colored in like anime like the rest of them were, but they actually with this one they made it so much more vibrant. Like, like the it's, colors it's more bright and yeah, they like just stand out so much and they like fade into like all the other colors like in their hair and their face or just so well. Yeah, and it, like it, it suits what like you know the, the art style. Yeah, the art style. And like yeah, yeah. And what's also good is that because the, um, the colors are so bright, like they get away with doing these like very shitty like um, animation animations. Yeah, like when his phone vibrates, they use like three water droplet like um, like decals or whatever for like the phone vibrating. It's like holy crap! Like they got away with making such a shit animation for like the phone vibrating because of all the other colors that are going around. You know. But, you know, just little nitpicks that they can get away with. Well, like, it doesn't really take you away from the experience. But, like, you only notice it. Like, that was me, like, second time watching the first episode when that happened. And I was like, holy crap. Like, they got away with doing that. Like, the first time I didn't notice because of um, all the other colors there. And, like, because of the art style and just the colors. And it was really nice. So, yeah, like, I guess that's a good way for, like, the animators to get away with, like, doing low-budget things while they spend all their other budget doing other things and also the crunch time every week having to smash out, like, an episode. So, yeah. But, yeah, that was one of the things that I really liked about, um, you know, the Rent-A-Girlfriend anime. Or oh, manga. Manga anime, yeah. Anime. We're talking about the anime. Yeah, okay. <laughs> okay, so jumping into, you know, the whole premise and, I don't know, the what it's about and all that stuff didn't we already have it on like one of our manga discussions about it last time but yeah we'll go well, quick we summary go, yeah just go over it for like for anyone, you know, for any uncultured, new listeners. uncultured swine over here <laughs> anyone that hasn't listened to our previous you know podcasts yeah. go back and listen to them nah <laughs> oh well we get ex- better just, every episode but still you know oh yeah give us a listen oh so give us a chance but yeah, so pretty much what's what it's about is like this guy gets dumped by his girlfriend of one month. He's the Mi- Miami, Minami. Yeah, yeah, freaking. A freaking. No, she's a she's a T H O T dot. dot. Yeah. <laughs> that was so insane. Dot, <laughs> you damn dot. Yeah, gonna, gonna like you know what we do is go. <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely. Get out of my face. Don't even come back, woman. Yeah. Oh, man. She's like the worst of the worst. She's those popular chicks that know that they're popular and that they can get away with whatever the fuck they want. And I hate those bitches, man. So annoying. Anyway. um, So, yeah, he gets dumped by her of one month. Then he, out of desperation or depression, he gets, um, he downloads the no, diamond. No, no, he's like, yeah, he's like looking on his phone and then he sees this app called Diamond. And I'm like, yeah. oh, yeah. And then he, he downloads it and he, he doesn't even look. Like, you know, reads it. He's like, oh, yeah. It's... Just accept all the terms and conditions. Yeah. <laughs> Freaking, yeah. And then he just, oh, my goodness, you could rent a girlfriend. And next yeah. minute he's on a date with a chick. I'm like, oh, yeah, that, that was pretty quick. Yeah, the MC of the rent-a-girlfriend, Mizu, Mizuhara Chizuru. Oh, she's beautiful. Best girl straight out, eh? Oh, yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. Let me, let me explain sure. something else. So, basically, when you're renting out a girl, it's... 
5,000 yen an hour, which is $50 an hour. I don't know. How $50, much, Like, man. how long is your average day? I don't know, maybe like four or five hours. That's like... And... That's basically 50, 100, 200. 250. 250. <laughs> Sorry, I'm not good at quick math. <laughs> 250 bucks That's if you're going to spend like a like a normal day. A normal day you'd spend like 5 hours maybe, you know? And like that's and if you're going to rent a girlfriend for that long, that's 250 250 dollars, man. If I was spending $250 on a girl, you 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 better wish you're getting something out of it <laughs> yeah no shit or like you know for that much money you could go and get like a hooker for the night an or something. escort yeah exactly a night walker as they call it <laughs> <laughs> yeah um but yeah man like all right with that money 250 i could buy a bloody figure with that money oh, get like stuck, a good get one started with a figure a figure bro like at least that'll keep me happy every day like i'd walk into my room see it oh there it is walk into the like the podcast like mansion that we got here look at it oh yeah this is going to be a wonderful podcast got my babe right here my waifu my awesome figures that we got here cultured figures cultured cultured, life. cultured everything but yeah man it's crazy i don't know yeah. what else do you have written down over there oh so I'm just, yeah i was just talking about whoa five thousand yen to fifty dollars and then you know the date and all that stuff I, I can understand how, how he's going with this. So, in the first episode, how he goes on the date, and then he, after he goes out with the, after he goes out with her, and then he looks at the reviews, and then he gets all, I don't know, frustrated or upset about it. He's like, this was all an act. She freaking put it on to, like, you know, mess with my feelings and all that stuff. Yeah, it was all an act. Yeah. But then again, it is her job to yeah. be a girlfriend. Yeah, it is her job to be a girlfriend. But yeah, he let his feelings get the best of him in like the... No, did we watch... Was it the second episode? No, the first episode. Was, yeah, that was all in one episode. Okay, so... Yeah, so he goes on a second date. I, yeah, why would you go on a second date if you're going to get upset? Okay. Yeah, literally. Yeah. So he goes on a second date with her and confronts her uh, yeah, about he, it. Yeah, he confronts her about it. And yeah, it's like, it's a bit annoying. I'm like, this guy, I'm like, are you retarded? This is her job. You don't freaking just... Go on of like, why would you even ask her on a second day if you're just gonna be like an ass, asshole about it yeah. the entire time? But yeah, that was annoying. That really pissed me off. Like the first time watching, I was like, oh man, I really, oh I can't stand this guy, man. Like, oh it's pissing me off just to like listen to his whining and complaining, and he's like, oh, the, you, all your feelings they weren't genuine. It's like no fucking shit, bro. You paid for a service. You got what yeah. your money's worth. This is a paid service. It's a paid premium service. Yeah. Five thousand yen, bro. <laughs> no shit. But yeah, and then obviously, like they still had time remaining on that second date, and he got an urgent call from the hospital that his grandma fainted or whatnot. So he runs there, and she follows him, saying, "Oh, you, you still got time." And they get there, and then uh, she meets everyone. And they're like, "Oh yeah, no way, are you his girlfriend? You're just an associate or something, eh?" And then he lies to them. He's like, "Nah, he's my nah, she's my girlfriend." And then she's like, "I'm his girlfriend, Mizuru Chizura." nice to meet you and then they're like oh my god she's such a bombshell she's such a babe <laughs> and i love that when like the grandma was giving her all these compliments she's such a babe she's so hot look at her and then like uh mizuhuru is just like touching her like like trying to cover herself up because it's like she's getting leered by like the grandma it was so cute but yeah and then the grandma jumps up and grabs all her other friends that are in the same hospital and then you find out that Mizuhuru's um her grandma of her grandma is actually in the same hospital which is quite the coincidence yeah and it's I quite the dilemma they're in yeah and then yeah they 
Mizuru and the, the MC try to hide and they get all close in the hospital bed which is kind of <laughs> yeah it was very hot steamy. yeah and yeah steamy kind of bit and then he's like maybe i could kiss her <laughs> but then as he tries to go kiss her she just kicks him off yeah the bed. that's a classic cinderella moment right there <laughs> i'm like yep that yeah that's a cinderella right there bro i wouldn't classify her as a cinderella she's not are you serious we don't want to get into this cinderella debate again <laughs> i was like all right all right all right we, we we just won't talk about it okay you have your beliefs about what she is i, I have mine uncultured swine <laughs> yeah so yeah so that's that's rental girlfriend and it's like i don't know how many episodes it's, it's 12, 12 episodes yep. but it's 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 currently on four yeah yeah as of this recording it's on four yeah so okay. and there's 150 chapters at the moment yeah you love your cha- your daily dose of manga yeah especially definitely. rental yeah my phone only came out daily oh it'd be great it'd be the life but yeah Okay, so this this the other anime that's recently coming out, Demon King Academy. Oh, this is so good. Me and Asun watched. We just watched it, yeah. and we're like, I'm hooked. This is like the anime that, like, if you're having a bad day and you ha- want to have a good laugh and like, you know, just like, like have a good time. Yeah, like, yeah, just don't have take a good anything just... too seriously, and just ha- like for pure entertainment's sake and for pure like your own satisfaction. Like watch this. This is amazing. Yeah, this this MC is like something else. He's like filled off like oh yeah. You see an average MC, he's like just like, you know, weak and all that stuff. And then you have like the other MC which is like OP, like he's like somewhat OP. This MC is like over the like out of the universe kind of like OP. He's like he's not even trying and he's freaking destroying he's even like killing a person and then having the audacity to resurrect them then to kill them again with a snap of a finger I'm like this guy this MC the audacity the audacity the audacity freaking he's just playing around he's like I'm just having a good laugh while I have this OP power yeah while I mess with this guy far out yeah that was such a good scene like the first episode straight out like he kills a guy snapping his fingers he bloody resurrects him kills him again kills him again (laughs) he's like do you give up now do you give up now do you give up now he's not like yeah he's in a fight and like you know he's trying to make the guy surrender but like the guy's being so stubborn he's like he's killed him so many times like bro just surrender (laughs) like he's killed you that many times with a snap of his finger like if he actually tried you'd be nothing (laughs) Uh, he he might as yeah maybe the next time he won't even resurrect you but yeah no shit Oh yeah, and there's one other talking point about it. Is he really one month old? <laughs> oh yeah, bro. How is that fucking possible? <laughs> How is that possible? I don't know. I mean, it's it's obviously because he's like the demon king reincarnated. Oh yeah, he he's like the yeah reincarnation of a, a demon king. Of the demon king. The like, demon king. The demon king. That's so why like, he's so OP. Yeah, so like 2,000 years ago, he was the demon king and... um. He made a pact with uh, the hero and the, so the hero of the humans, the hero of the spiritual beings and the hero of all the other beings. Um, so, yeah, to put up like a barrier that separates all the different races. So like the demon race, the human race, the whatever race. So they used all their combined magic and like he sacrificed his life, the demon king, because he actually wanted to be uh, to achieve peace. Whereas um, everyone else was ignorant. Like he was a bit smarter than your average demon king. So like. Everyone else was like, oh, yeah, we must kill the Demon King. Demon King's bad, blah, blah, blah. But, like, the, they're all in war at the time, 2,000 years ago. So, like, 
for him, for like everyone else thought, oh yeah, demons, these guys are bad. We're in a war against them. Let's just kill them. And then the demon king's like, you think I don't want peace? You think I don't want to stop this fighting? You think it's just you guys that want to stop fighting? You think I'm the bad guy here? Like you guys have killed my henchmen, my people as well. Like it's not just we that have killed your people. You have killed our people as well. So like, let's just man up and let's, you know, like... Call a truce. Yeah, call a truce. Like, let me just be... Like, I'll be the bigger man here. I'll even sacrifice my life and give up all my magical power to bloody, like, to achieve peace for the time being or for however long he achieved peace for. So he, they all combined their magic and he even sacrificed his life to put up a barrier that separated all the races and whatnot. So then he gets reincarnated 2,000 years later and in one month, he's a full-grown bloody adult man. Yeah, he's like, he pops out the womb a baby and then he's like oh look at this child and then we should name him what 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 should we name it and then he's what's your name and then he's like he just just says his name in an adult in an adult way and then out of nowhere he just he just ages real fast i'm like what the flamingo yeah like he he, he, yeah in like a month he's a full-grown man it's crazy and like he can talk like the second he comes out of the womb like what the fuck like they haven't even come up with a name for him and he's like my name is this i forget the but yeah man like yeah, and then he goes into like um an entrance exam for like uh, the demon king academy or whatnot for like all the people that could be potential like reincarnates or whatever descendants of himself and then they're all like no i am i've got the purest bloodline no i've got the purest bloodline i'm stronger than you i'm stronger than you and then he's just there like fuck off cunts like i'm him i'm who all all of you are related to i'm like your kin or whatnot like i am the guy who you all look up to and you all fucking idolize and everything and who all you want to become and then yeah and then like it's just so crazy he's so nonchalant about it and the way he just overexerts his power like just to show like his dominance against everyone else like he doesn't he doesn't modestly is what i like he holds back a lot but like he holds back enough where they see just how strong he is but at the same time he doesn't show everything he's also he's like what yeah he's also teaching them lessons as well yeah that's what i like about him a lot like not only is he like you know teaching the jerks a lesson like being like oh yeah you're an idiot you're you know this and the other and he beats him up that's not all he does he actually like gives them actual life lessons oh man like why are you like this you know you have to fix that about yourself you have to be a bigger man you have to do this you have to do that like why are you doing all this like you've got a brother like try and reconcile with your brother like you know this and the other and you reconcile with your sister you know like patch it up between you guys like we should we shouldn't be fighting we should all be like you know you know one you know together we should be doing this together sort of thing like to achieve peace and all that why should there be hatred amongst everyone and yeah that's like a really big quality about him that i love so far even though it's such a like laid back like he's so op so everything he's modest about it he understands just exactly how strong he is compared to everyone else and like all of these people are his own kind and he's getting a different perspective because he was a king but now he's like on their level he's like a commoner sort of thing you know he's like growing up with them he's going to high school or you know the demon king academy or whatever and like he actually has a chance to be personal with them so i feel like that's where he's going off of and like trying to help everyone like while they're in this more impressionable stages of their life and yeah anything you have to add asan yes so let's let's go to like the first episode so he, he walks into the academy and then there's a girl there's like that white-haired chick 
yeah, like the cute little my wife ko- yeah, the cute kawaii chick. She drops her letter, he picks it up, and then somehow they're they're, they're instantly friends. <laughs> yeah. Oh yeah. Also, because they're both their parents. Well, uh, her guardian her, and his parents. They were like, "You can do it. You can pass yeah, the fight, test. Fight, 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 fight." <laughs> yeah. And then somehow they instantly get along. I don't even understand how that works. <laughs> I, she, he picked up my letter. Now we're friends. Yeah. Yeah. His kindness. Yeah. Like that's what she said, right? Yeah. And yeah. then after that, freaking displeb, displeb of a character has the audacity, like, oh, your parents came here to to like cheer you on, and he's like, out of nowhere, it's like just bad mouthing this guy, and like, oh, so you want to fight? You want to fight? And then, yeah, I don't, yeah, this guy just, like, just this, asking for it. Yeah, and this is the guy that we're talking about where he kept killing him and bringing him back. Yeah, and then... He got what he deserved. Yeah, so that happens. And then, that guy, yeah, the, the guy that got instantly killed, like, a bit, a, like, a couple... Not a couple, like, ten or five times or something like that, with a snap of a finger. His older brother has the audacity to try to attack him while he's walking the, the girl home. Freaking out of nowhere, freaking surrounds them, and then tries to attack them. Yeah. <laughs> this guy is like, yeah, nah, I'm not having a- having any of it. Freaking turns like his. So the younger brother gets killed by oh, gets cooked by his own older brother. Yeah, by a lightning attack. It's crazy. Yeah, and then the guy or the MC just turns his brother the younger brother into a zombie <laughs> to attack him <laughs> yeah how crazy yeah that was so funny and then it was like i'll make this all go away but you have to say your brother's name you have to like respect your brother because he's your brother you, you guys are brothers you're supposed to be equals exactly like not one of you is above the other you guys there was a time where you guys were like pure like where you guys would hang out and do things together you know before you came obsessed with being superior yeah exactly it's being superior and achieving power and yeah but unfortunately the brother doesn't listen and he gets destroyed in his own right which is cool so let's talk about the second episode second episode episode. was pretty good pretty good i I like picked up so hard man yes yeah i like literally on this podcast we're gonna watch the rest of the (laughs) freaking what's what's available to watch yeah so basically what happens we introduced with a new female character, Cinderella, Cinderella, Cinderella. Yeah, the older sister of the um. Yeah, so the, the white head chick. The, yeah, the white head chick has an older sister, and yep. she's like all Cinderella and like, I'm too good for you. Yeah, all, all high like, and mighty. Yeah, yeah, all high and mighty and typical Cinderella. Yeah, kind of thinks she's like royalty and all that bull crap. Yeah, and yeah, so basically what happens is that they have the you know their group things. Yeah, they uh, go into groups. So they all make their teams and whatnot for the you know for the duration of the academy or whatnot. And, and then uh, the, the sister, si- the, the older sister, challenges him to a, a duel. Yeah, like her she, team versus his team. And she's like, "If I win, I get to own you. Yeah, own you, and then control you like a slave, a kind of bullshit." And yeah. I'm like, that's classic Cinderella. <laughs> they they always want a, a slave and they want to be in control yeah they always want to be in control for some yeah. reason i don't know what's that all about you know maybe they have like you know daddy issues or some sh- shit <laughs> that's how they become cinderace or something like usually, that usually usually yeah some my dad didn't did give me enough love so i'm gonna <laughs> i need it from someone else yes who's clearly not a man yeah still a you know but yeah but yeah and their fight a son tell us what happens 
Okay, so in one episode, this guy was able to, like, you know, convert this Cinderay. But we'll, we'll, we'll get to that later. So basically, they, they go into this battle, and, like, so they have, like, these two castles kind of thing, kind of battle. Yeah, so it's pretty much like who can conquer the castle or yeah. like who can uh, incapitate the king or like the leader yeah. of each of the groups. So that like the so the the big sister has her own castle and like she has her whole team and they're like they're all strategic in their castle. The MC doesn't give no fucks. He's just like freaking like so he sets up like three castles for some reason for Proje- a distraction. Yeah, uh, yeah, projects them and then he just teleports to the castle, knocks yeah. on the door, he's like hey. Anyone in there? <laughs> and it's just like... There's all these yeah. ba- magical barriers up blocking him. Yeah, he, he breaks into the castle. And then next minute, freaking grabs the castle. One hand. One-handedly. And then just yeets it across the freaking... I know, the, the freaking country. <laughs> oh, man, it was crazy. It was, so, it was he, so crazy. And then after he yeeted it, he has the audacity to catch the castle on the same arm. And not even a sweat on his freaking forehead. And then he spins it in his uh, hand. Yeah, and he's yeah, and he spins it on his one finger. The the freaking castle that has all these people in it. <laughs> yeah, and then yeets it for the second time. Uh, yeah, yeah, then yeets it again. Freaking hell, he's like just having a good laugh and like, is it, yeah, he's having fun while he's doing this fight. Yeah. Oh man, such a good anime. Farah, that was like the best thing, like the best thing that has ever happened, like in anime history. Like, in terms of, like, the display of raw power, like, far out. Like, someone who could just, like, casually break through all those magical barriers, grab a fucking castle, a fucking castle with people in it, just casually lift it up into the air, chuck it, you know, juggle it a little bit, spin it, and then just fucking ditch it. It's crazy, man. Far. Like, I, I just want to, like, do an edit while, he's, while he throws it. I'm just going to, like, <laughs> while he, when he's about to throw it, just go, yeet! <laughs> <laughs> It'd be bet, hilarious. I bet there'll be something out there by the time this comes out. I bet out. you there will be a meme about that. <laughs> easily, easily, definitely. Yeah. So, yeah. So, he, like, he eventually, he, the girl yields to the guy. Yeah, so, like, his bet was, like, if I win, you have to join my team. And then, yeah, he, he like, the girl is, like, still, like, as a Cindere and all that stuff. And then he... Yeah, he invites... In all that in one episode, he freaking... He converts the Cindere into, like, you know not so cinderic kind of complex kind of woman yeah like takes one layer off that onion you know yeah he's cutting down the onion pretty quickly yeah and, very and, quickly yeah and then like they you know he, he takes he both take, of them yeah, home he takes them both to his home and then his parents are like something else oh yeah that's right we have to talk about like the first episode he's like oh our son comes home with a wife oh my god it's a wife a wife oh my god dad a boy that's my son <laughs> yeah the dad's like that's my boy <laughs> and then the mom's like but seriously what do you like most about my son to the first girl like yeah and, and then, then she's, she's like, like his kindness he's very kind and then he's no, like no, no, she's like oh he picked up my letter <laughs> yeah so his kindness and then she's like yes that's it that's my boy yeah 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 and then second uh episode he brings out a second chick and they're like oh my god my my boy's brought home uh wife number two (laughs) and then it's like what my boy's like um the dad comes in and he's like what my boy brought home two wives i can't even do that far out that's my boy (laughs) that's my boy that's my boy that's my boy oh my god I lost it it was hilarious yeah. this like yeah this it's got some good anim- I mean, it's got some good, good comedy, comedy yeah, yeah man good lines as well yeah. and enthusiasm behind the voice like ah oh, so good yeah and they then, have their like little like um dinner 
yeah, they and have he to, walks them home. Yeah, takes them home. And then, like, you think that the Cinderella's going to walk off, but then she comes back, and then she's like, she orders him, like, oh, can you come here? And then he's like, are you trying to order me? And then he's like, nah, I'm not taking orders from you. And then she's like, can you please come here? And then he's like, okay. Since you are so nicely. Yeah, since, since you're using your manners, yeah. I'll, 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 I'll obey your order. And then he, he goes over there. Next minute, she, she's like, oh, can you, like, come down a bit? And out of nowhere, out of nowhere, freaking! This is like the second episode of, in, and this like you know the she, first time you get introduced to this character, and it's a tsundere, the hardest like yeah, this onion is the to hardest peel, onion to crack, <laughs> and she's freaking kissed him, and like kissed him second episode in, bah! I'm like, wow, this guy, <laughs> and like it's what like a week since she met him, and like they've had two interactions or three, like the first one they met each other, the second one they had the fight, and the third like later after when he took him home and everything that entire night. Holy crap, man! He, this guy works fast. <laughs> yeah, he's got that that energy, yeah, the energy that you need. MC MC energy. Yeah, the OP very MC strong MC energy, energy. very uh, potent. Yeah, what was valuable about it? That was her first time, and that was his first time. Ooh. <laughs> What a way! Oh well, his—I reckon it's his first time in this life, obviously. Oh, but yeah. I reckon. Oh back yeah, in the, yeah, Mate, yeah, that, yeah, that as well. Back in the day, he probably had a trillion wives or whatever. <laughs> a trillion? No, I don't a know. Billion, still, trillion. We still don't know. A like, trillion, trillion. Yeah. Oh but, yeah. I was gonna ask. Talk talk about that. It's like, what is it up with Cinderella having a small rag? <laughs> yeah. All the time, they reckon, always yeah, have that, a small. Yeah, that 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 older um, sister has like. Tennis balls. <laughs> yeah, and like the younger one, um, yeah, that's, the white hair chick has like, you know, D's or something. But yeah, and also in like Toradora, like, you know, the main chick, she's, um, that's in the restaurant, she's flat. That, yeah, that's that's why they're always um, like angry and all that stuff because they, they have like, they're lacking in the, the Yeah, uh, the so they got to make it up region. with their, yeah. yeah. And yeah, that, that yeah. I mean, no so, discrimination, like for me, I don't know. As long as you're pretty and I like you, that's all that matters. <laughs> Yes, base has his qualities. <laughs> but yeah, that's just like in anime general. Like in, like in general in anime, like just the stereotypes that we see a lot. Like why can't there be like a, you know, a thick tsundere, you know? I'm pretty sure there is. There probably like they're, is. They're, they're rare to Very see. rare. Yeah. Few and wide. <laughs> but yeah. Okay, Good so point. that was that was like, um, what was it? Demon King Academy. Yeah. Such a decent... Watch. Very decent watch. So, we're, we're going to, like, you know, slowly close this off. You're going to talk about any mangas that you, you want to talk about? Um, Not really. Just, oh, just really quick for everyone. Solo leveling is finally back. So, August, we finally are starting to get weekly updates again. So, look out for that. Um, and lately, I've been reading... Uh, a Returner's Magic should be special. It's kind of like a guy who goes back in time um, after the post-apocalyptic world and, uh, you know, he dies against, like, this, you know, a demon lord or whatever. He goes back in time and, like, the people that he formed the group and a party with to fight against him, he, um, you know, meets them early and trains them up early so they can be better prepared for next time they fight him. So I've been reading that a lot. My Wife is a Demon Queen. Um, that one's amazing. Definitely, you should give it a read. And the gamer, I've been catching up on and I'm up to date on. So the gamer, like, you know, it's pretty much like a guy who develops, like, powers given to him by the world or whatever. And uh, 
their power is based on being an MMO character. So he levels up and gets stronger and this, that, and the other. Whereas other people, they when they get their powers, they get like fire powers or like, you know, different sort of powers or whatnot. And like they have to work a million times harder than what he does to level up. So that was, that's a good one that I've been reading. And yeah, just, and apart from that, just Rental, rental Girlfriend and some other ones, Immortal Swordsman, just catching up on all the other ones. Oh, yeah. But yeah, that's pretty much it for my manga. You, Asan? Yeah, I just like the Immortal Swordsman one. Yeah, that, I, I, like, I'm trying to keep up to date with that one. That, yeah. one, that one's alright. It's really nice. And then this this one that I'm reading on Mangatune is the boy in a, a girl's school, which is like, is like, it starts off like good, and then it like it, it starts to fall off. But like, you know, the recent chapters, they're just like, he like the character has changed as like a... A person kind of like he's like i don't know how do you describe it like his personality he like he like he's his personality just completely changes from like being like you know like your normal mc like you know he's like oh you know how you have the, that mc like kind of person that's like all nice and like kind of cringe at times and like making the retarded decisions as like the character yeah he just like changes into like this like smart kind of like character and like you know plays with the feels or like with like you know the female characters which was like i, th- I thought was a, a nice kind of change as as how he, he how he was in the you know the past chapters and you know he his like character is developing and like you understand why he has like these m- multiple personalities because how he he grew up as you know when he was growing up his like his parents were like oh like i don't know how to explain it so his his parents were just like pranksters apparently <laughs> and then they, they, yeah, he like they they like you know were just doing all these retired pranks on him, and then he's like had to like be the mature kind of person in this kind of like household uh, household and all that stuff. So he yeah he developed this kind of personalities during this kind of you know time with his growing up and all that stuff. Yeah. And yeah, it's cool because he has like a harem of his own and and like. What's so funny about it is like he doesn't he's he's like he sees he knows that the girls are like you know simping over him <laughs> as you can say and like he's just like going going about it normally but he's like he has a goal about like you know living a normal life like like earning enough so he can like have his own apartment while what's it called these girls are like trying to win his heart over mm. and it's like yeah it's it's really nice and then you have this rich girl called Chiaxi Chiax or whatever it's called <laughs> yeah she's like I don't know she's like an owner of like a high business or whatever it is and she's like she's trying to like try to keep involvement but there's like the second girl called Weiwei this like pink haired chick and she's like oh I, I need to try to keep my involvement with him and he's like okay I'll agree like a, a partnership with him so I can still be involved with him and yeah, like Chexy in the like the latest episode, just like is like asking to like stay with him and all that st- stuff, and she does something pretty fo- um like out of the ordinary. She's like, she's like, oh, I'm so tired, like you know, and then the guy's worried about her and like, oh, maybe she can get some sleep. And like, I'll only get some sleep if you take me to bed. And then the guy's mm. like, okay, <laughs> and he carries carries the girl to her bed, and I'm like. Oh snap! That's my boy, <laughs> and, and that's my girl. Damn. And yeah, 
it's it's a a good anime um good anime. Yeah, that's what I'm saying about it. I like I like I talk I comment on manga tune saying this should be adapted, and then I get like seven likes on it saying, "Yep, this should be adapted." Damn man, it sounds amazing. I yeah, I should check it out. Yeah, you should check it out. It's like a good, you know, kind of harem kind of thing. Yeah. I hope it does get adapted because like a lot of like mangas are getting adapted, like Rental Girlfriend. Yeah, I'm pretty sure Quint- Quintessential, Quintuplets. Yeah, um, the Demon Hunt, like the Tower of God, and all that stuff. Yeah, yeah, and that's it. I think. <laughs> yeah, that's 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 all I've got to talk about. All right. And so, would you have any? you want to say before we close it up all right i've got as i want to make this like a new thing for me uh a a end of podcast quote for you guys so today we've got it's from the latest code gears movie resurrection loose of the resurrection um and this one he says towards the end he says you would deny me my pain why would i shed the greater part of who i am my past is the crucible in which i was forged my scars are a testament and what that means pretty much is like everything that we go through in life, at least this is the way I interpret it and I feel like it is the way you should interpret it, um, is that everything we go through in life, all the pain, you know, every time that we say, oh, I wish I could go back and avoid this because it, you know, it you know, gave me so much pain in my life. Like, you know, we can never go back in time. So we always have to look at the pain because pain is our greatest teacher that we have in our life. And we have to be willing to learn from that pain um so we can all grow as like to become better people in life to grow and to like not be the same ignorant stupid person that got into that situation in the first place like oh if i did this differently i wouldn't have been in that situation or if i did this differently i never would have experienced that pain and whatnot so like looking back and reflecting on your actions and maybe it was it maybe it wasn't even your actions maybe it was the person that inflicted your pain that did all the harm then you then you have to say to yourself like how do i stay away from people like that if it's not me that's the problem it's the people that's around me that's the problem so you have to like sort of like weed out all the people that are in your life that are toxic that will cause you pain you have to be like are these people really my friends are these people will they really have my back through thick and thin or are they just there to see me crash and fall and then you know betray me and also like you know if you make a mistake you have to own up to it. you have to be like all right this is the thing in my life that i did not so well i have to go back and either apologize to the people that i hurt but i have to first the first part always is to always uh see what you did wrong and you have to forgive yourself first you have to be like listen but listen base like you did this wrong and it's okay you didn't know any better or maybe you did but it's okay, you know, I'm sorry and I forgive you, you know, you're trying your best, but you didn't know, you you lacked the knowledge, you lacked the facts, you lacked truth at that moment to get the best outcome, to not experience that pain to yourself and to the people around you. You have to first start by doing that before you go and ask for forgiveness yourself. I feel like that's the most important thing. Before asking for forgiveness, you have to be genuine about it. You have to be like, I have gone through this scenario a million times in my head and i've realized why it happened why the pain was caused to all the people that were involved and then you own up to it you'd be like listen i was at fault here this is what i did wrong i'm sorry and that's i feel like how we all should learn from the pain that comes into our lives because i feel like the pain that comes into our lives is what helps us what 
is like the building blocks to make us stronger, like to build up that wall, that unmovable mountain, that unmovable wall that, you know, that we're all striving to be. But at the same time, you know, be like Bruce Lee, be like water, my friend. And, you know, yeah. So that's all I've got to say. Don't let your pain drag you down. Always learn from it. Always get pick up yourself and always get back up stronger than what you were before you went down. And yeah, be like a saying, always get back up after stronger after you're near the brink of death and that's all i've got to say base out enjoy uh the rest of your week or the rest of your month until next until the next podcast stay cultured uh base <laughs> peace out <laughs> oh shit base you fucked me over right now <laughs> you you said my name earlier as well. i did not yeah you did when you're editing this back you're gonna see fuck <laughs> i'm gonna kill myself now ah <laughs> oh, base you you screwed me over but all right. Thanks for listening to the Fully Cultured podcast. Remember to follow us on Instagram at Fully Cultured and on Twitter at Fully Cultured. And yeah, stay cultured and we'll catch you next time. Catch you next time.